The following is an encore presentation of the original Loretta Brown show. Loretta decided to take the day off, and until then, we're going to bring to you a show she did last year with special guest Kim Norman Dobrin, who's all about free the mind. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the original Loretta Brown show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the, the consciousness. I am Loretta Brown. I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis, for, located here in the greater Seattle area for goodness 26 years now uh, that's crazy it's crazy 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 um <laughs> i don't think it's crazy it's very accurate you know sometimes you stop you know pulling the wagon up the mountain and you go wow <laughs> what day is it right <laughs> especially in the last six months for the rest of the world <laughs> mm-hmm. every everybody's talking about they feel like they've aged you know like 10 years in the last six months and all gained the COVID nineteen, right? So it's, it's gonna go down in history. It's it, it. I I feel like it runs right back to like you know our parents went through some stuff. You know you know the depressions and stuff like that, and yeah, grandparents. And then uh, I walked uphill both directions in the snow <laughs> with no shoes on. Well, you had that. Well, we had COVID nineteen. So if you want to compare. That's what I feel like if you miss the bus. <laughs> I love this idea because um, in the future, you know, we're going to be, you know, sitting around having a little cup of something and talking about it. And right. You're right. That's what we're going to say. I remember gonna... when COVID-19 was around. Oh. We always think we're some crotchety old person like that, don't we, right? <laughs> I think that's great. By the way, how are your kids? They're good. They're How's getting the old. Yeah, they're doing all right. The boys are doing all right. Um, we're still getting kind of in a rhythm for the online uh, teaching and yeah. um, so forth like that. And uh, our district is now starting to put the thought into maybe bring back the uh, in-school learning. So we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got uh, different stories from people. A lot of people doing uh, the homeschooling, the yep. online schooling. Mm-hmm. Some people. Um, um, I have one client with um, special needs, and and mm-hmm. uh, she said that that her child goes to school and there's only three people there, right? Because it's yeah. only those really extreme kids that need that attention. Sure. So we, it's a good subject to bring up. We're going to talk about it mm-hmm. a little bit later in the show yeah. with my guest and. Um, maybe some of the things that we can do to, I don't know, make that easier, make it better, help ourselves out, and uh, that kind of good stuff. Anyway, it's always good to see you, Benny, and I have to greet you on the air because that's oh, our sure. time together. Yeah, you as always. <laughs> as always. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Thank you. Um, as I said, I am the owner of Reiki Oasis, and I every week on Sundays at 11 a.m., I have Sunday meditation with Loretta, and... Um, it's just an opportunity for you to check in for yourself. It's to give yourself an hour. I always say, come to the Oasis. That's why I call my uh, business Reiki Oasis. But we carry within ourselves a garden. We carry within ourselves a secret place that we can go to anytime we want. Take a breath, go right into your heart, and pause for a moment, catch your breath, reset yourself. And so um, if you want to do that, it is every Sunday at 11. You just sign up at schedule.reikioasis.com. And it is by donation. That means it's $0 to $22. You, you give what you can, which means if you can't give anything, please come. I think self-care is super, super important right now. And that's one of the reasons I'm offering it. Um, I'm also offering a Reiki One workshop on Saturday, October 3rd at noon. I've had several people asking me 
and uh, we will be uh, uh, abiding by the uh, social distance rules. And so my class, because of the size of my classroom, I can only take five people and I already have three people. So if you want to take Reiki one with me Saturday, October 3rd at noon, you need to sign up today at schedule.reikioasis.com and, and we will take care of that. By the way, I'm a listener supported show. Thank you to my patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash the Loretta Brown show and um, anything at all that you contribute helps bring wonderful people to the show. Very, very quick check in with astrology for my my sky watchers out there. And um, and then I'm going to bring on my guest because I'm excited to talk to her. We did, in case you didn't know, we <laughs> we had a super new moon in Virgo this week. And the reason I'm giggling is because, you know, a new moon is the dark face. So you can't actually see the moon. So even though it was a super new moon, you couldn't see anything. It just meant that the moon was closer to the earth. And so the uh, energies of it were a bit intense. So if you had kind of a funky week, that might be part of the reason. And then the other part is the time of, of life uh, on planet earth that we are in. This is the first of three super moons coming up before the end of the year. And with this super new moon, we closed a portal that was opened in 2017 and this portal was all about building the momentum and alignment necessary to prepare us for what was to come. So you can think back to 2017 between then and now, what has been going on? And that, that portal has closed. And with the closing of it, it means we have finalized the lessons and the cycles from the past three years. Hmm. You might not feel completely done. But remember that life comes in cycles. We go round and round and round. So uh, sometimes the energies, I call it an energy forecast. You know, it's astrology, but it's an energy forecast because I'm an energy worker and a vibrational worker. And I believe that everything is frequency and energy to include our emotions and our thoughts. And when we have things moving around in the heavens that are quite large, they affect us. But I do want you to remember we are greater than the stars. <laughs> because we are stars, ha <laughs> ha, there you go. So um, anyway, this could be why many of you have been feeling um, on an emotional roller coaster. So sometimes you're loving and compassionate and then you're angry and frustrated and then you're sad and then you can't sleep and then you can't wake up, you know. Um, so there's a lot of that going on. Anytime we close a portal, we open a portal, right? And so a new portal has opened and this portal is really helping us upgrade. It will bring in higher potency energy upgrades. And it's also got some, I'm going to say, some challenging uh, things going on. Lots of, lots of astrology between now and the end of the year uh, on the solstice. I'll talk more about that next time. And um, we did enter Libra. And I'm hoping that the Libra energy will help us. The Libra always tries to find peace and harmony. But things are not always peaceful in Libra because it is seeking the balance. We also still have Mars in Aries until January 6th. And Mars loves to be with Aries because it's it's um, one of the signs that it rules. And, and Mars is a, a fiery planet. It can help us have the courage and the impetus to move into things, but also a little word of caution, it can rile us up. 
it can stir us up it can be impatient it can be arrogant and self-centered so um you know drink water cool yourself down <laughs> eat cooling foods like cucumber salad or something right and of course we are in uh fall now we've entered fall and suddenly here in seattle the weather has changed like overnight and um you know we're headed toward changing our clocks november 1st and someone told me yesterday they're considering not doing it but we'll we'll find out we'll find out also be aware that today and tomorrow actually today and tomorrow there's some awkward energies in the skies that could bring some things to the surface and and I, i'm like you know if you can be slow to anger and quick to forgive it's a really good place to begin you know take a couple of breaths when something starts to rile you up and uh, do your best to stay off of social media don't watch the news listen to something wonderful like this show right now here today with Loretta and my guest is Kim Normand Dubrun and she Kim has actually been on my show before a couple of years ago I think good heavens Kim it might be 2017 ha we're opening and shutting a portal together who knew uh, I'm amazed anyway Kim is an amazing woman she's a humanitarian a philanthropist a strategist a visionary she is co-founder and CEO of free the mind company as well as the author of three bestsellers in South Africa tomorrow raising wisdom and a mother's legacy Kim has also co-authored an inspiring children inspiring children's book range freeing Freddie the dream Re weaver and revealing Freddie the light within Kim and I have those books here I'll show them to you uh, youtubers in just a moment Kim is known for her passion and commitment to children education social emotional learning hmm, and teaching for both adults and youth she has a strong belief in accessing and developing our potential welcome to the show Kim Oh, thanks, Loretta. I'm so thrilled to be with you. It's really great to have you. What is social emotional learning? <laughs> so it's probably the most important thing, and it's only really become part of language and vocabulary in very, very recent years. We used to call it life skills. You life know, many skill. yes. Skills, and now it's turned into the language of social emotional learning but what it is it's really just skills and tools of how to navigate life how to develop your emotional intelligence and now the love quotient you know so the eq the lq um, and that really anchors us and gives us a compass how to actually live our daily lives how do we face challenges how do we create a life that we want to live yeah I, I think it's interactive. It's it's how do we interact with the world? I want to ask you a question. This might be a big question. Um, you do so many things and they sincerely come from your heart. I can feel it, right? What led you into this work that you've been doing for, I think it's 30 years now, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting, that question. Yeah. You know, what has happened, what I'm seeing around COVID is that it's really the spotlight that is shining onto people's weaknesses or societal weaknesses. And it's really asking you to step up in a very, very different way. And so the other day I went for a walk, which is my sanity. And I started thinking about, okay, what really 
got me to be doing everything that I've done. And I realized that I had a very traumatic childhood. My mother was always falling apart. So I was running with cups of tea ever since I was a little, little girl. Then I, my stepfather died when I was 10. My real father died when I was 14. My mother was not connected to me at all on any kind of level. And then I got married and I had a really bad marriage. It was really negative. Mm-hmm. And from a little girl, what I realized is that adults really don't know what they're doing. It doesn't look like they're doing a good job of life. So I had to find, okay, well, how do I navigate this? And I realized that throughout all my work and my whole life, since I was a little girl, it was trying to navigate and find the skills and tools of how do you live this thing called life? And so that has really been my driving impetus for myself. And then as I've learned, well, how do I share that? And how do I impact others so that they can live a better life as well? You know, um, I like what you said. I, I, I do believe that, how do I say this? Um, you know, as children, we often think that our parents are gods, right? Oh, you know, those are our parents, that's mom and dad. But mom and dad were not necessarily trained to be parents. They just happened to have kids, right? And often what I see is people repeating um, what was done to them, right? They're like, well, mom did this, so, you know, she smacked me about, so maybe I should smack my kids about, right? And not really knowing where to turn or what to do about it. Um, what, what do you see really, I mean, you said a lot there. Right, like you were raised in a in a less than ideal childhood, and you came through. What did you do different with your children? Loving these questions you're throwing at me, Loretta. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm grateful for my childhood. Would I have loved a mother that was loving and nurturing? Would I have loved to have had a father in my life? You know, all of that, of course. You know, who wouldn't? But at the same time. I really believe that it was my journey that I needed to go through. Otherwise, I would never have been doing what I'm doing. And when I had my children, I spent my childhood parenting the parents. And then I had to work out how do I parent myself? Because I wasn't parented. So by the time I had my children, I was very conscious of the fact that I was now recreating the wheel. And so everything was a very conscious process and a lot of thinking that went into it. So I never made decisions easily, um, just off the fly. I was constantly growing myself because the more you grow yourself, the more you can give to others. And so that was very important for me. And I came to understand that there is no such thing as perfecting parenting. You know, we're all going to make mistakes because that's just the nature of what it is. You know, every child is different. None of them come with a manual. None of us are taught how to parent that specific kid. You know, so it doesn't matter how many books you read or how many, every kid has got their own journey. So what does that look like? So you're navigating it and you're just doing the best that you can. And then when they're grown up, like mine are, um, you go, by the grace of God, go I because you do the best, but there are no guarantees. Yeah, I think it's really challenging because, you know, children um, come in and 
as I say, they are souls on a journey, right? They came here, but you, you're, you're their, you're their mother, right? You're their parent. And I was talking to someone the other day and she said, Loretta, what do you do when you discover that you really have not been that good of a parent? And, um, and, and now you want to change that. And, you know, how do you go about that? What do you do? You know, what advice could you give someone? Well, I think, first of all, we've got to be true to ourselves. And it sounds like she was. And at the same time, we've got to give ourselves a break. I did the best that I could. You know, did I mess up? Yes. You know, I, I got divorced. And I definitely overcompensated with my children because their dad wasn't involved. So then I had to look at it and, and, you know, have that conversation with them to say, you know what, I definitely overcompensated because of this. And I think that children, our children, obviously appropriately to their age, you know, it's a positive for them to see you as human because then you become the role model of that. They're not trying to reach the scale that they think you are that you're gonna just fall off the pedestal. So when our children are old enough to have those conversations, it's very important. And I gave my kids um, permission to say to me, that's not my stuff, that's your stuff. And then take it back because let's face it, everything starts and ends with ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, the outside world is a reflection of who we are and how we make choices and what do we want with our lives? And it's a learning process constantly. And, you know, this is a perfect platform to discuss that once you're on a consciousness journey, there's no going back and there's no one to blame because it all is with us. And we all are in process. None of us have it down. You know, even you can see it with COVID. Everyone's falling apart around, you know, we have good days, we have bad days. It's, it's like, where do we land our minds? If we land our minds on this, we're going to go down the rabbit hole. What do we do with all of it? So for me, for myself personally, and what I tell everyone that I'm working with is to give yourself a break and acknowledge that we're all doing the best to navigate this space called life. And we are all in process. Yeah. Yeah, we're all in process. And um, it is one step at a time. It's every day. Exactly. And, 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 and dealing with what it is that is in front of you, like our, our pandemic currently and the, and the changes it has brought to our lives. Very stressful, what? very stressful time for people. Um, you know, I did a, mm-hmm. a webinar for moms. Um, I've got a group now. So if any moms are out there and they want to join the group, please do. It's beautiful, like-minded, wonderful moms. And it's every Thursday evening. 7.30 ET time. And we spoke about, I was looking out my window, which I'm doing right now, and there are all these buildings downtown. And I noticed that the weather kept changing and the buildings would be the same. So I started taking pictures oh. every day of what that looked like. And then I realized that is a brilliant metaphor for who we are. We are the buildings. And you've got this weather that's cascading around us. But when you are centered, that's okay because you're watching the weather outside your window. When we lose our center, the bricks and the window panes are flying off all over the place. So it's about how do we keep our center in amongst the weather that's going on around us. Um, 
And that we, I did a whole webinar just on that. Is that what does it mean to be centered? What does it mean to not have your center? How do we behave when we are not centered compared to when we centered? And so when we centered, we take baby steps that are repeatable and sustainable and consistent. When we are not, we're shooting in the dark and everything's going all over the place. You know, um, I think that's what's very important right now is to try and see, keep your center. Try and so, keep consolidated. So your your webinar for moms, I wanna yes. I wanna pull that out and, and make sure people really heard that. Because through your uh, Free the Mind company, right? Co, right? Yeah. This is what you're doing that through. And just before the show came on, um, Kim and I were just chatting a little bit about how lives have changed. And all of you out there know this. I mean, suddenly you're, most of you are working from home, at least in, in, the, in the area I'm in, in the country. Uh, uh, many of you are facing homeschooling or um, uh, uh, online schooling, trying to figure out how to navigate everything also with everybody in the house, because I don't think most of you bought houses that had two offices and a schoolroom, right? <laughs> and a lot of people are working from their dining room table, right? So tell us a little bit more about these webinars that you're offering for moms. And the other comment I wanna make, and then you can just take it for a few minutes, um, is, is that I know as a mom, and I've always been a working mom, um, I was a single mom for years, um, but I know that as a mom, you can often feel like you're just lost. Like, where am I in the mix of having to do a job, making sure the kids are doing their thing, I got to keep the house going. Who's cooking? Who's doing this? Right. And um, yeah, how do we not lose ourselves? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How this all came about was that we've got a curriculum, a social emotional learning curriculum um, based on the Free and Freddie book range um, for teachers. We do teacher training. There we go. That's it. <laughs> for <laughs> YouTubers, I'm sorry, I had to show the book. I love this book. It's such an important book because it deals with anxiety and fear, and that's escalated completely right now. And so the schools actually started, oh, exactly. We feel like the school <laughs> stuck under the mud. You know, we're trying to push and push through, right? Um, and so the schools started asking me to do webinars for their teachers who were falling apart and then their parents who were falling apart. And then I started getting moms reaching out to me saying, please, please, please. I did a free webinar, which is on our YouTube channel that you can access um, through our website. And so I started working with moms and I realized that they are really not coping. The, the homeschooling is hugely stressful as it is moms hold everything at home. They weren't feeling listened to or held and they didn't really have the skills yeah. or the tools. And they had no one really to talk to in a positive way. So we created this mom's group that I'm loving. You know, tonight, if anyone's out there and you want to join, um, we can send a link or I can, you know, share what, whatever you need to do to join us. Please feel free to. Um, but tonight, for instance, I'm sharing something that I created yesterday when I was doing um, the layout and it's calm. We all want to feel calm right now. So what is calm? It's clarity, acceptance, love, motivation, and meditation. 
Love it. And, you know, we expand on that. So we are not only like-minded moms getting together, but with real tools and skills to help you. And then we've added treat days in because every mom just needs a treat right now. So it's very nurturing. <laughs> so next week is our treat day, you know, where, where you're going to get something that you feel like, oh, I'm special. Someone's actually heard me and listened to me and seen me because that's what moms need right now. Yeah. Desperate. So that's why we created this and I'm loving it and I'm loving the moms on there. It's just, it's a beautiful group and something that makes me feel like, gee, I can really help and give up my heart and soul, you know, to really help. Um, a, a couple of things are coming to mind when you're talking. I quite often say to people, where is your soft place to land, right? Where's your soft place to land? We need a place. And yeah. and that soft place is a safe place. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. And this sounds like a soft place to land for me. So, um, and also, um, you know, I work with guides and angels and was told years ago, I'm just a shepherdess. And I'm going to give that to you. You're just a shepherdess. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, you understand what I mean. It's comforting and caring. And um, sometimes when we're born with these gifts, I'm just pulling it out and giving you a compliment, Kim, because I see it. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, it's really nice when you're, when you're looking, because there's so many things that we could go to right now. Like a lot of people are kind of inundated with, oh, God, another Zoom call, right? And I'm I'm saying it this way because I want to encourage people to do that self-care. Um, exactly what you're saying. You know, I was doing, when COVID started, I was in lockdown in Australia with my son, Brent, who had another back surgery. And it was just so much. And then I was joining every webinar and every course and everything. And then eventually I had to stop and go, I'm done. I can't take in any more. So what I need is I need to be held. I need to be in beautiful energy space. And that's why I'm loving doing these webinars because it's not asking you to take on anything more. Right. It's just about holding you and giving you space and giving you tools and skills and perspective. It's transforming your thought patterns so that your emotions follow through and you just feel happier. You know, everyone gets off the webinars and they, they go, oh, gosh, I just feel good. I feel so relaxed. One of the moms said, oh my gosh, I haven't slept for ages. I slept so well because I did a whole breathing thing with them. Um, so, yeah, that's what it is for us. Yeah, the breath. Everything flows with the breath. Yeah. Anyway, we are getting ready to take a station break. And uh, before I do that, um, I, I want to let you know, I'm, I'm talking today with Kim Normand Dubron, uh, Dobrin, sorry. And she is the CEO of Free the Mind Company, as well as the author of many, many books. And we are going to talk more about Freeing Freddie when we get back from the break, as well as potential. And uh, a little bit about your grow up years, Kim. So, um, Benny, are you there? Let's go ahead and take a station break. And this is Loretta Brown. We'll be right back. Did you know that Reiki healing can be done at a distance? It's true. So let Reiki Oasis focus powerful energy to help relieve your stress, grief, sadness, anger, and so much more. Convenient, personalized treatments at a distance can increase lightness of being. 
During your appointment, find a quiet place to lie down or sit to receive healing energies. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. The following is an encore presentation of the original Loretta Brown show. Loretta decided to take the day off, and until then, we're going to bring to you a show she did last year with special guest Kim Norman Dobrin, who's all about free the mind. Thank you, Benny, for the lovely music. I, I believe in many, many dance and music breaks through the day, by the way. That's my favorite break. It's like dance break. Okay. <laughs> Never hurts to chair dance in the morning. Do, 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 do. It, it, it helps, right? You got to get yourself moving. Oh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, this is Loretta Brown. Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown show with my special guest today is Kim Normand Dobrun. And she's the CEO of Free the Mind Company. We're having a wonderful talk. And um, I want to jump right back in there, Kim. Before the break, we were talking about your mom's group. I want to talk a little bit about what can we do for um, what can help people with homeschooling and what are you doing through your your company with that? What's available online? So first of all, for my teachers and the moms and everyone else that I'm working with, as well as individuals, my one big takeaway for everyone is you've got to chill. You've got to relax. You know, parents are under so much pressure. Teachers are under so much pressure that if they don't get this right, then what's going to happen to this child's future, the long-term future? Are they going to fall off and disappear somewhere? And they are not. They're going to be fine. And then when I ask both moms or parents or teachers, what memories do you want these students, these children to take away into their adult lives because they're going to have memories of I went to school during the pandemic. You know, what memories do you want them to have? And everyone said, we want them to remember that they were loved, that they had fun. That, and I went, yeah, not one teacher, not one mom, not one parent said, I want them to remember that they got 95%. You know? <laughs> okay? So it's about really putting into perspective what is important now. And I also teach using WIN, W-I-N. Stick it on your mirror, write it out with a lipstick or whatever you've got, right? What's important now? And that's the way you're gonna win. What's important now is that there's a sense of safety and a sense of love in the home. So no one should be screaming and shouting over homeschooling. Everyone needs to self-soothe. And what does self-soothe mean? Maybe you go out for a walk. Maybe you lunchtime comes with your kids and you pack a picnic and you go and sit on the grass outside for a break. Because everyone just needs calming down. It's like everyone is inflamed, like we're going to combust 
And we want this cold shower just to calm everything down. And so what does inflammation bring? It brings agitation, irritation, and anger, and all those discomfort feelings. And when we are not in that space, when we just have that light of spark uh, of creativity, then what do we do? How do we react? We breathe, we do fun stuff. We don't take everything so seriously. And I, that is the biggest thing that I can give to everyone is put this into perspective. Because we just said, we kind of at the start, we don't know where it's going to go. And if you burn out now, then what's going to happen? Yeah, I um, really like what you're saying. I, a lot of people tell me about Loretta, I don't have time to breathe. And I go, if you will, just take the time. You will expand time because you'll calm yourself down. You'll you slow yourself down, which it sounds really odd, but it actually gives you more time. You get more things done. And you can do that. You don't have to make even a specific time. You can be driving in your car or having a shower or bath and you breathe in for four or six and out for four or six. And, you know, you can do that when you're making tea or when you're making lunch or when you go to sleep at night. So it becomes part of what you're doing. If you feel like you're anxious, it happened to me the other day. I went, okay, I'm getting this feeling. And all I did was take those breaths. Yeah. And teach your children that, you know. I say to the teachers, start your class like that. Teach your children to breathe. Yeah. Um, I want to, because Freeing Freddie, I want to talk about Freeing Freddie and, and the wonderful um, workbooks that come with it. Yeah. It's available through Free the Mind. You yeah. can you can buy that wherever you can get books. So you can mm -hmm. get that on Barnes and Noble. You can get that on Amazon. Um, absolutely, and it's even more important to get Freeing Freddie the Dreamweaver by Brent Feinberg now, because it deals with anxiety and fear in a magical way. How do you release it? What do you do with it? How do you live life with intention and how do you release all the negativity to build your dreams? And that's what we are dealing with now, as well as it looks like a children's book. It's not. You can read this to a five-year-old, and we use this in corporates. We literally read the story to corporates um, because it is written in layers. So depending on how old you are, how conscious you are, you will take what you need. There's a beautiful, beautiful page that you actually picked up earlier <laughs> about the lotus seed that's stuck under the mud and it has to push and push and push to blossom into, there you go. It has to blossom to be the flower. And, you know, where are you? You know, um, beginning of the week, I had a rough week, uh, a, a rough couple of days, and I was the seed under the mud. And I had to think to myself, okay, how am I going to push through in order to get to that, that light? And so this is what it's all about, as how does life soften and strengthen you? It talks about that beautifully in the book. Soften is about your heart. It's love, compassion, empathy. And strength is all about your mind. It's resilience, tenacity, inner wisdom. And so, yes, please, I implore you, go on to Amazon now, buy... Freeing Freddie, the Dreamweaver. It's um, it's important for all of us. Um, I I I'm just gonna say I actually love this book, and yes, it is written in such a way 
that it, it's for it's for uh, children, but I mean, I'm spoiler alert, right? Like the illustrations are beautiful, but it is this, uh, the story about a boy who gets caught in a, a spider's web and he has to deal with his fears and come to find out it's a, a friendly spider that helps him with all kinds of things. But the as you're reading through this, like if you read this to your children or I really, if you're an adult and you want to approach it from this, this is a great approach. Um, it will help you take a look at your own fears that perhaps you've carried with you forever. And then along with it is a, a, a workbook, a guide to realizing your dreams. And um, I'm just going to, like I said, spoiler alert, the spider helps. Uh, Freddie figure out how to weave his dreams and I was just talking to someone yesterday Kim who was saying I've never realized my dreams right. my I've, I don't feel like I've reached my potential yeah. and and I don't quite know how to do it um, right. I'll have you respond to that but I'm also showing people there's an activity book I That's mean so beautiful with, with stickers yeah. I love stickers Right, right. And, it, and it teaches them there's a beautiful activity mm -hmm. in there with um, a brave mask where you have this beautiful conversation about where do you need to be brave and courageous and so exactly and so the, um, the yeah. activity book and the workbook support the story and takes you through a process of this magical journey to get to your dreams and we should all be dreaming even in these times so it's like what is your dream? Well, this idea to work from my place of fear, right? I'm so afraid because so many people are afraid to be seen. They're afraid to get out there. And COVID has just rousted up all of our our shadows. You know, I do a lot of shadow work and everybody's fear, their terror, their confusion. Uh, the ground is unstable under our feet. Uh, this is a time when we can easily fall into fear. And when we fall into fight, flight or freeze, it can come out as aggression, anger, depression, anxiety, right? It can, it can come out in all kinds of interesting ways. And our children are suffering this as well as us. Exactly. And what's so important, Loretta, is that everyone should know this is normal. This is not in your head. COVID has shown us a very different world that we don't know and that yeah. we don't understand and that we don't recognize. And so I want every listener to know that if you are facing fear and anxiety and loneliness right now, it is normal. Everyone is going through it. And if they're not saying it, they are definitely feeling it. And that includes me. You know, I have days like that and I have to work through it. Um, and it's okay because we're going to get through it. You know, we've all gotten through really rough times in our lives before. We're going to get through this as well. I'm also being with uh, the importance of hope and not losing our dream. Um, someone asked me the other day, they said, um, Loretta, is there any point of me making plans for the future? Like all of a sudden it's like, okay, we've been, I'm, I'm gonna say it this way. We have been stopped or slowed down, but we have, the, the future is still here. We are co-creating it, right? We are. We are an active part of, of the ending of this story. And um, I'll throw this in. I, I talked with uh, Dr. Irvin Laszlo, I think it was last week, and it's really clear we're in an evolution. Mm -hmm. And we are moving from uh, a time of survival of the fittest 
into a future where we're we need to be in coherence we we need to figure out how to go hand in hand and help each other mm -hmm. that is the future we are stepping into it's much more cooperative and much more attuned to the idea of the oneness of of this biosphere that we find ourselves living within but as well as, you know Loretta, mm -hmm. with all of that say thank you for sharing that it's COVID is pushing us into the presence we have to face each thing today, right now, because this very moment is inevitable. I say that to myself often, this moment is inevitable. This moment is inevitable. And every moment through your day is inevitable because it's happening right now. So you can plan for the future, but it's never been guaranteed. You know, yeah. tomorrow is never guaranteed. This afternoon, you know, could, who knows, have a snowstorm out of the blue. You know, we don't know what we know is right now, what we know. And yes, so we can plan for the future, but it's never been guaranteed. Yes, and if we spend a little bit of time tapping into our dream, we can still do things now on our, on our way to there. Um, yeah. There's also something else coming out here. And, you know, you talk a lot about people's potential, their potential. Yeah. And, you know, potential, <laughs> what I came here to do, my destiny, my, my life path. Um, a lot of people are being kind of um, activated in their hearts. And they're saying, I want to figure, I want to help. I want to help, and I don't know how to help. Um, that's maybe 10 questions in there, but what is potential? How do you help people access their potential or achieve it? And um, what, how, do you, how can you respond to those comments? As you said, it's, it's a very big one. Um, mm -hmm. What's so interesting, you know, when, I, when I've taught so, so much around this, I use an example of when someone does something great and everyone says they are successful and then they go on to do something else. Yeah. That person knows that they haven't reached their potential. So story for me, you know, I've, built up this international career and then built up Tomorrow Trust and then emigrate to America and leaving everything that I know behind and so scared and so much anxiety. How am I going to survive in this new land? What am I going to do? No one knows me. I don't know the systems. I'm starting from square one in my 50s, you know, um, craziness. But there was something inside me that said, this is the next step. And what I've done is in the past. So what do I want to do now? And how do I tap into that within me to trigger my dream and potential? And you know, your dreams and your potential don't just happen. It's action oriented as well as surrendering. So you've got that dichotomy of how much action do you put in? Because there are a lot of dreams that sit in locked cupboards, you know? Yeah. Um, 
And at the same time, how much do you surrender and ask the universe, help me? And it's that flip. And I often, I'm very challenged with that flip where I say, okay, how much do I push and how much do I surrender? And that's a conversation that I have within myself constantly where trust and faith has to come in as well. So I do what I'm doing. And at the same time, I'm surrendering and trusting and having faith and doing the work that needs to be done. I, um, I believe that we are all born with some sort of internal guidance system, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I sometimes think that we were actually born with our marching orders in our hearts is the way I put it. And, and then we get, we get confused or we don't have the courage or we've got fear or we're afraid it's our ego. Right. And so there's that fine line, like you say, between trust and surrender. When do I push? When do I not? And, you know, I've worked with, I love working with women. Um, and, I've worked with so many women who've literally changed their lives. I worked with one woman um, out of Northern California. And after three sessions, she started her own business. Because we just sometimes need certain skills and tools and to transform perspective and thinking that then triggers your emotions right. to, to, to overcome and to release and understand where that fear and anxiety is coming from. Because it does stop potential. That's why Brent wrote Freeing Freddie the Dreamweaver. He wrote because he saw his affluent clients and his orphan and vulnerable children clients, that they had one common denominator and that was fear and anxiety. And fear and anxiety stops you, it like stops you from reaching your potential. You, you cannot even consider your potentiality if you are coming from an absolute space of fear and anxiety. And so that's why that book is so magical to read, not just once, but keep it next to your bed as an adult, because it takes you into a place of love and shows you each day where you're coming from. Yeah, Brent has a a way of sort of multi-layering the way that book is written. And for the listening audience, I'm going to tell them people, Brent is your son, and you guys did this this work together, which I think is just, well, it warms, it's it's wonderful. Thank you. It's endorsed by Deepak Chopra. So, you know, it's really, it's it's a magnificent book. And and we kept it so reasonable. It's only $16 on Amazon. So we wanted it to be accessible. And then you've got the activity book as well, $16 for your children and the workbook for yourself or your teenagers. It's, it's really beautiful. Yeah. And it, it once again, it's called Freeing Freddy. Freeing. Freddy becomes free of his fear, I believe. And Freddy, <laughs> D-D-I-E, not Y. So Freeing Freddy with an I-E, uh, The Dream Weaver by Brent Feinberg. Um, you know, you were raised in South Africa, and I forgot to bring that point out earlier, and raised in an apartheid, and actually knew Nelson Mandela. Um, can Does any of that reach across to you now, and 
help you in now times with the craziness on planet Earth? Yeah, hugely, hugely, hugely so. Um, my identity is very African, very South African. It's very earthy, you know, so I, at the earth anchors me hugely. And Nelson Mandela, who we call Madiba, was my greatest role model. You know, he was all heart. He was humanitarian. He was not a politician, you know, so it was all about collaboration. It was all about you know, what we call Ubuntu, which is I am because you are, you know, so it's the connection and that holds me in a very pertinent way is that I am as this connection to my global world, you know, so when my global world is not doing well, then I am a part of that. And so all my work is how do I make this world a better place for everyone? not just me, because if the world's a better place, then I'm in a better place. So yes, that South African um, heritage and upbringing and experience is everything that I am and more, you know? So yeah, thank you for that. How does poverty affect our children, our education, ourselves? Hugely. It's just, on every single level that you can think of, creates an unsafe space in a lot of ways. You know, in South Africa, thank goodness Americans don't understand poverty like South Africans do. You know, when you have eight people living in a shack, my American's friend call it a garden shed, I think, but made out of just trash put together you know, that's unsafe when you don't know when your meal is going to come, when, like, here's COVID, how do you social distance when you're living like that? You know, when you don't have education, you don't have a lifeline to change your life. And hence, that's why all my work is because now I look at over 450 alumni out of my last organization that are doctors and lawyers and their children now will never ever live in poverty. So you, it's generational cycle that has been broken. Um, so, you know, when someone, he's a judge and he launched my, my last book and he said, if a child is suffering anywhere in the world, then so should we. And that's what it is. We live in a connected world. And if anyone questioned, how are we connected? Boy, COVID has shown us that. You know, we are all connected, whatever happens around the world. You know, now it's the vaccine. Well, if a vaccine is created anywhere, whether it be in the UK or in India or anywhere else, that's going to impact your life in a big way. So, Very much so. yeah, it's, um, we are all connected. We breathe the same air. We live on the same planet. You know, we are connected to the earth by the same energy force. What You have something called the Tomorrow Trust. Can you briefly tell us what that is? Uh, I created it in 2005 to support orphan and vulnerable children with education in South Africa. It's psychosocial, it's social emotional learning, it's academics. Um, I stepped down at the end of 2018 because living in America the last four years just became too difficult 
to, to hold it as it deserved to be held, um, but I'm still very involved. And it was just, I've learned so many lessons. If people ask me, my teachers, I've had Holocaust survivors that I've worked with. Now, coming out of that, or Rwandan survivors coming out of that, um, to live life after that is just beyond what we can imagine. Then I've had orphan and vulnerable children who have watched their parents dying of HIV AIDS, you know? And then on top of that, I've had the joy of my greatest teachers, my children, and people like Nelson Mandela, you know? So I've been blessed in so many ways that every part of that has made me the fabric that I am. And this is an ongoing journey, as we know. You know, our self-growth is never ending. We never reach it. You know, talking about potential. Self-growth is part of that potential of who are we till the day we pass and we leave this earth plane. Years and years ago, I did a vision quest. And in the quest, you know, you're given a message for the people. And my people was heal the children and you heal the land. So much so. Yeah. So heal much. the children and you heal the land. We so need it. Uh -huh. um, how do people find you and how do they get involved with you? And, and what are things people can do to help? Oh, gosh. First of all, I'd love that. Um, secondly of all, my email is Kim at, so K-I-M at freethemindco.com. Um, our website, our, all our social media is at Free the Mind Co. And the biggest thing, how do you help, is help yourself right now. You know, join our groups. I would love to have you. I'm happy to work with individuals as well as teachers and moms, you know, and make yourself a priority right now because it's not selfish. If you do more for yourself, you bring more to the world. If you do more for yourself, you bring more to your families. If you're falling apart, you are no good to anyone. So for me, make yourself priority so that you can hold space for everyone else around you. And that is the biggest joy that you can give to the world. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for being on the show today. This is Loretta Brown, my guest, Kim Norman Dobrin. And we were talking about Freeing Freddie, the Dream Weaver by her son, Brent Feinberg, right? F-E-I-N-B-E-R-G. So everybody be gentle, be kind out there and find your soft place to land. Thank you.